Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, man, say, man, it's the kid that did, man. The pastor, the master, to make the bread come faster from here to Alaska. This is faster than Flasher. Sauce Walker, the sauce talker, man. The kid that did. The reason why the sauce word was written, not the kid that didn't. And right now, I just jumped off the porch with Daddy Glove Bastards. Yeah! Daddy will get it. So y'all always had dope artwork too. Very interesting artwork. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, very, you know what I'm animated. saying? Animated, based on, or or anime. You know what I'm saying? Um, inspired. Who came up with that, or how did y'all come up with you know doing that? That's really that's me. Like you know what I'm saying? Really, my brother and just trusting in me and my record label, just trusting in my vision that like. Again, like I was saying earlier, that's why I go back to yeah, it be sounding crazy and wild when I'm talking about it in the beginning, but then you come later on and you ask questions like that and that go back to like, I try to make everybody superheroes. I try yeah. to make everybody superhumans. I try to make everybody have yeah, yeah, immortal power about themselves. And yeah. one of the best ways to be immortalized is to be illustrated. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And to be drawn in an exaggerated form of yourself that could be appreciated as art but it's still looked at as realism. If a person draw Muhammad Ali on a muscular bumblebee, stinging a, a boxing bag, that still has real, real, realistic reality meaning right, to it. Right. Because that's the man that flew like a butterfly and stung like a bee. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, my brain would always work different. I never, I, I never looked at a car like, a car is a big machine that a person sit in it and you turn the key on and it drive. I look at a car like that's 40,000 40, or 20,000 or 15,000 parts, hmm. 15,000 different compartments yeah. that have all been engineered and put together in a molecular structure that to drive and to propel forward. But even with all of that machine, with the four wheels and the axles and the engine and all the circuits and everything that's in the car, if that car doesn't have gasoline, it won't work. If that car doesn't have air in one tire, it won't work. Right. If that car does not have an operator to drive that car, it won't work. So even though you have this amazing item or this ma amazing machinery or this, or this amazing talent, this amazing gift, mm -hmm without teamwork or fellowship or other people assisting this great thing, mm -hmm. it cannot reach its full potential. I always look at everything like that. I, I, there's just been something weird about me. So it's like, okay, I, I always thought with the album covers, like, okay, as a team, if we all, if we all become super, superhuman individuals through music and through the achievements that we able to accomplish in real life, but we can show that through illustration because you see social media is a place where you get oversaturated with how people look and who people are every yeah. day if you follow somebody. Mm -hmm. You're going to see this person all the time, but the imaginations of seeing somebody like a, a, a Superman, Super Mario, or Spider-Man, or Black Panther, but still rep being themselves, like that's just something that it, it lives forever like the McDonald's M logo. Mm. It's, it's branding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You branding yourself in a way 
that's larger than life. Because mm -hmm. life is only what the three-dimensional eye can see. You know what I'm saying? When you, you're making yourself 2D, 4D, you know what I'm saying? Just different different versions of yourself. That are, just like when you go when you go to a motherfucking amusement park, people sit here for hours and hours and pay a top dollar to get a picture drawn of themselves. Yeah. To see themselves in a different perspective. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? And so and I just looked at that like, okay, this is an advantage, but it's also something that keeps us young. It's also something that we can have a full range of creativity of how we want to display ourselves to the public, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's it's an art form, and with music, it's an art form anyway. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? We have a, a limitless range of capabilities of what we want to put on this cover, mm -hmm. and we're not only attracting people of our age group, we're attracting the youth, we're attracting right. the next generation, right. we're attracting people that there's not too mature, too stuck up, or, or don't appreciate art, or don't appreciate color, because they struggling, or they going through whatever. Mm -hmm anger or adult shit in their life that make them not appreciate art or they never gave a fuck about art. Yeah. We 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 skipping past those people because at one point in time you did like art and you you colored the book before. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So now that I feel like we've done so much of that and I've done a lot of it. Now I'm ready to transcend and start doing like real photo shoot, real album covers because I've already established myself as a superhero and a right. superhuman to people. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting because in a tradition like from a traditional marketing standpoint what you guys did went against the grain for what you know like i said a in the traditional sense because as new artists you would be told you need to show your face people need to know what you look like you know what i mean but then you guys were dropping projects and even me, like I was, you know, I would, you know, see the covers and then I'm like, all right, one of these next covers is about to be different. And then it's like every single my guns. last one. And that's genius branding because, I mean, you stuck with it. And then and, and now people truly know it for that. And when they see that cover, it's appreciated. Yeah. It has a cult fan base to it. Absolutely. To people where got even this shit tattooed on them, got this shit painted and arts all on their wall. Yeah. People, man, if I could tell you how many people paint me and draw me and my friends and like build their whole life off of drawing art of us mm -hmm. and setting it and getting it autographed. Like I've met yeah. all different type of people in walks of life that just appreciate TSL for that only. Yeah. The fact that how much we involved in art and fashion and you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Just expression, artistic yeah. expression. But the music also matches that energy as well, cause we make ecstatic music, exciting music, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, music with a lot of a lot of energy and a lot of velocity. But now I'm making music with a lot of substance and a lot of nourishment, knowledge, pain, right. um, life lessons, yeah. and that's also something that gets expressed through art as well. Yeah, for sure, for uh -huh. sure. Is there ever, or has there ever been? a fear that you know like this will go over people's head or that people won't you know take you as serious or or take the message as serious because of you know the you know the art or you know what i'm saying or even you know what i mean like you being you know just just animated and you know what i mean put almost like in that buster rhymes category as somebody who has like such a polarizing you know personality had you ever feared that, you know, those things would kind of hinder you? No, because Busta Rhymes still here. And a lot of them other rappers that were serious and stiff and 
tough and rough or whatever they was not here right now. Yeah, real They spirit. can't get a song from Chris Brown. They can't do a song with Jenny Jackson. They can't uh, be the the main the main honored uh, artist in um, fifty year hip hop uh, legend recipient mm -hmm. at the at the award ceremony versus to being a sideline legend hmm. because he was bigger than rap. Mm -hmm. He was bigger than the streets. He was bigger than just, he was uh, uh, something somebody to be inspired by as a as an entity more or less than just a musician yeah and no matter how much i love music or how good i, I am at music i'm more than music hmm. it's just the truth yeah you know what i'm saying so and i also never been afraid of that because i don't give a fuck hmm. like nah and the respect i mean the, the 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 main thing in the world that cripples men and that weakens man's pride or that slows or hinders man, a man down is women. Hmm. The things that most men hustle and work hard for is to take care of or to fuck off with women. I got more power and control over the the most sought out item on earth to a man, which I appreciate it, but there's nothing to me. Yeah. Like, as much as I love and appreciate and adore a woman, a woman could never break me or make me. Mm. Cause a woman could never, I'ma always have power over women. Women will never have power over me. Yeah. Even if I choose to indulge and have fun or do whatever, like, I'm, I'm a god to women. Yeah. Regardless of a motherfucker one that realizes. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. They accept it or not, regardless if they hate it, can't stand it. Every woman that's watching this, I hate him. He, he fuck him. He, who the fuck Sauce Walker think he is? This ugly ass nigga, this nigga crazy ass nigga, wild ass nigga, ooh, all this shit. <laughs> that meet me in person. Narcissist. It's a narcissist. Meet me in person. Oh my God, you're so cute, you're so handsome. Why you act like that? So No, because that really do make sense because I thought about that and da 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 And then here it is, all these other niggas in their phone begging and, you know what I'm saying? Stressing and crying, and, yeah. And then you, you get to me and want to be tough or hate or hmm. this nigga lame. When you crying over a bitch that got eight niggas and pregnant by a whole nother nigga, and you raising her kid, that ain't yours. Yeah. With no disrespect to you, but you can't call nobody lame. I mean, you know that. But no disrespect to, because you know what I'm saying, the world needs fathers and fathers need to be in this world and I expect every man to do that, don't. <laughs> Let me just, for the record. But I just wanted to get this understood and clear. For real, spill. You know what I'm saying? I don't have that insecurity amongst men. Mm. I don't have that insecurity amongst women. 
Like, motherfuckers think I'm fucking crazy as fuck. I ain't never met a bitch that look better than me. You know, I'ma tell a bitch that as soon as I meet her, I don't give a fuck if she look like, I don't know, <laughs> Cleopatra, uh. Princess Diana. I ain't met a bitch that look better than me. Yeah. I mean, cats put the cats put the pussy on the pedestal, and you know they and they get they, put in the dirt. They get to doing anything for it. I just saw a meme today that had a guy on one side of the mountain, and then it had like this big ass like dip, a big pit, and in that pit it said women, <laughs> and then on the other side of the mountain, I reposted was, was success, and you know, say all that. I reposted that. Yeah. Like, I'm a Mario character. I'm the type of motherfucker that I run, I see that pit, jump down the pit, and jump off the top of the the the, the cat head. Yeah. The little cat, cat head. They have like a fucking trampoline, bounce right up off of shit, boing, hmm. and go right back right to the money. Yeah. See, they don't know how to do that. They oh. go down there and they fall down there and they stay down there. Yeah. I jump off her head. Boing, bounce right back up like Donkey Kong <laughs> into the money, into success. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that just gives me a different level of confidence and a different level of motivation and and dignity mm-hmm. to like, I could be in a room with a nigga that's a billionaire, a millionaire, a nigga that's a bigger rapper than me, a nigga that's a bigger whatever, and I can post them, salute them, show them love. Mm. Like, I don't give a fuck, nigga. You can have a hundred million dollars and two championship rings. Mm. You probably gotta spend 30% of that money or 20% of that money to have beautiful women in your life and to have fun with it mm. the way you want to. Yeah. I only gotta spend money on that type of shit because I'm having, I'm representing my company. I'm representing my label. I'm representing the rapper side of being South Walker. It's a part of my business, mm. but like, I came in like getting spoiled by women my whole life. I've been spoiled by women my whole life. Hmm. So, man just, of leisure. Yeah, I've had the leisure and the, the blessing of of women liking me and spoiling me and believing in the nigga and shit. So. Yeah, word, word. Now, man, you know, we were talking about respect um, earlier and um, You've been getting a lot of respect from, you know, your peers and, and you know, your your rap peers. Um, I just saw you in Philly uh, at the um, at the Gilly Fest and uh, that freestyle went crazy with you, Meek and uh, G Herbo. Shout out to Meek, man. Shout out to Meek. Bringing that real shit back. Yeah. And then you really freestyle, like really off the dome with it. I'm gonna freestyle off the dome. Yeah. I ain't, I'm just the difference. Again, disclaimer for anybody that's ever watching this and know about South Walker, I don't write raps, bro. Yeah. I hate to write raps. Like, I don't got time to rememorize a song. Like, mm-hmm. if a person told me right now, South Walker rap every word to Ghetto Gospel One. Perfect, first try, you can't fuck up one word, you get a million dollars today. I'm gonna fuck up. What? <laughs> I'm just being all the way real with you. I might be able to rap the first ghetto gospel better than you, bro. For sure you can, I'm telling you you can. <laughs> one, two, and three. Wow. I just, I've been, you got, for number one, I recorded my first song in the studio at six years old, bro. Hmm. I've been recording 
I've been rapping since I was three years old, recording my first song at six. I've been writing music, composing music since six, mm -hmm. and I stopped writing music at 15, and I never wrote, well, maybe 16 or something, 16, yeah. 17, something like that. One of those ages. I'm bad with like time, years, and dates and shit, yeah. whatever it was. But um, it was way before I was an adult, and I never wrote a rap again. Yeah. No was that man. influenced off of hearing that uh, Jay-Z wasn't writing his raps and then hearing that Wayne wasn't writing his raps? Was it kind of on that tip or was it just something that just naturally you just no, kind of no. evolved into? Hell no. Nah. For me, I just always been a phenom at rapping for number one. Houston, Texas culture is freestyling rapping yeah, first. Yeah. Our first immediate go-to. told us I'm a freestyle king, yeah, not a freestyle for sure, pro. For sure. <laughs> it's like from way before you think about rapping and writing a serious song, when you from Houston, Texas culture, freestyling is number one. Every single person in Houston has the, every person in Texas has the free, I'm coming down freestyle package. Mm -hmm. Any person that can't rap for shit and will never try to be a rapper, they say, I'ma come down, yeah. I'm gonna shine, pull up on the scene, know I'm gonna grind. Yeah. Shout out one time, I'ma come through, Nike's on my shoes, Jordan red and blue. Anybody can say some bullshit, I'll just say some regular, just novice bullshit. Yeah. Like any person from Texas can do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's like a growing, that's like a pastime that we did growing up. Mm -hmm. But when it came to rapping seriously, like for people that don't know, I, I rapped the ghetto gospel style way before the dripping and the pimping came into yeah. my life. That shit didn't come till I became an adult. Mm -hmm. So the original way I rap was like the Houston shit and the struggle. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The struggle coming from nothing. Mm -hmm. So writing them songs about this shit and then really going through this shit and then having to sit down for hours and hours and think and think and think. I, I hated that process. I've always hated that process. Yeah. It was just something that I was so good at doing and I knew to perfect it and to be the best at it, I had to go through those 10,000 hours of doing it mm. before I knew what 10,000 hours meant. Right. But like, as soon as I started like recording on like, what's that shit? Uh, Acid Pro? Okay, yeah. As soon as I, like, as soon as I started recording on Acid Pro, I stopped writing. Hmm. Like, probably like, whatever was the second, third version of Acid, yeah. and motherfuckers start coming with Fruity Loops and all that shit, and yeah. like, we can go buy a bullshit computer, go to your partner house and record and all that, and now it's like, just right here, and I don't gotta, I don't gotta, I, like, you know, then the world just changed the phones, right. nigga hated keeping up with pads, like, I come from, I'm born in 1990, so I, I come from that whole era, writing raps and having a journal right. and having three different journals and all that shit, like, that shit was annoying. Yeah. And losing, going to jail and papers and, ah, fuck all that shit, like, I, I just never wanted to do that. That's why, like, in jail, I never wrote raps in jail. Mm. Like, I would freestyle in jail, I'd yeah. try to remember some shit, but I'd see other niggas rap, I, I just, it's just something in me that just won't let me do it. And I probably would make, even more deep depth music if I took time to write, but I'm just not finna remember no fucking rap, bro. Yeah. I just can't do it. It's too many raps. It's, I rap too much to be remembering the rap. So when it comes to being put on camera, being put on spot or freestyling the funk for sway or funk flicks or any of that shit, I'm finna freestyle that shit. Uh, it is what it is. And it's depending on the mood I am in. You might get a ghetto gospel freestyle. Yeah. You might get a uh, stunting ass freestyle dripping and right. getting money. It just depends on what yeah. the beat is and how I'm feeling. But there's levels to it. If I wanna, if I wanna freestyle like a battle rap, like 
battle rap level punchlines and shit. I just mm. gotta be in the mood and wanna do it, but I can do that easy because I used to battle rap too. Uh-huh. I done did every form of rapping. Yeah. I mean, the stories that you telling though are so intricate, man. It's like so hard to believe that you freestyling that because some of these stories are movies. They're movies, they are. You know what I mean? That's why. Brothers Brothers Story, is that the name of that song that's on Ghetto Gospel 3? Brothers Story. Bruh, that is a movie. I mean, the way that you broke down that story about the two homies, one of the homies kind of leading the little homie the wrong way. The little homie don't know because he gullible. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And then they, the chicks set them up. And, I mean, bro, that story is so intricate. Like, I could literally see every piece of that story. And you freestyling that. Freestyling Every single one of those songs, freestyle. Wow. That's the point. That's the point of like me telling you in the beginning of or like in most interviews why I stress like what I've been through. Or, Cause everybody be like trying to like figure me out like a puzzle or like get into my brain. Like why is I was walking like this? Like my interviews will always be different than the average interviews you see people. Fuck what I'm saying. The questions that people ask me. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Motherfucker going like, how and why and what was this and what was that, which is understandable. But the point of what I'm saying is that my brain just circuited to a way to where it's like every experience I went through in life is just constantly like photographic memory just always in my head. Like I gotta, I remember everything that I've been through. I've seen somebody else go through. Mm. You know what I'm saying? How many times the pain they made me feel, or how many t- how many times I was let down, or like expectations I had, or you know what I'm saying, just whatever. So it's like when you like I didn't grow up. I I grew up maybe like 16 years of my or 15 or 14 years of my 20. My mama died when I was 26 or 25. I probably only was around her for seven years six years spread out right okay you know what i'm saying so like a lot of that mothering and you know what i'm saying consoling and all that other shit i missed it mm. my grandmama died when i was six you know what i'm saying like i missed all of that mm. compassionate shit mm. i missed it i ain't get that yeah you know what i'm saying i don't have sisters i'm an only child biologically so again when you going through trauma and all this other shit, and then you going through good shit too. And like you saying good shit, glimpses here and there, you know what I'm saying? The good shit happening, you know what I'm saying? And you don't have no way to express it but music. Hmm. You don't have no way to express it but write raps as yeah. a as a as a child, a ju- like as a, a a juvenile. It's like it's like having a fucking, it's like having a journal or a diary. After a while, bro, you get tired of writing in the di- journal and the diary yeah. about what you're going through. You, you, now you're on some lame shit. You want to make a difference. Fuck steady writing about it, writing secrets and all that shit. Mm. But I've written and I've experienced and I've rapped and I've wrote poetry and I've done, I've been through this shit so many motherfucking times and then it's constantly still going on in everyday life, police brutality, niggas snitching, 
betrayal, backstabbing, fucked up women, fucked up niggas, mm -hmm. fucked up parenting. All this shit is constantly still happening. It's nothing for me to go in the studio and fucking talk about that shit. Right, right. Like, how can I not talk about it when that's all I know? How can I not rap about it or make these deep, detailed, intricate stories about this shit if that's all I fucking know? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Besides my escape of that shit, mm -hmm. which is what I talked about earlier. Violence, martial arts, warriors, anime, mm -hmm. superheroes, money, women. Yeah. Them the only outlets. Mm. Physical health or some shit, like working out. Okay. But yeah. that go back with the warrior shit and mm -hmm. want to be a weapon. You know what I'm saying? You can't be out of shape and be fat or can't unagile and, you know what I'm saying, uncoordinated and can't fight yeah. to be a warrior. You know what I'm saying? So that come with that training. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like outside of those things at different periods of time in my life, exploring and trying out all of those different things and absorbing that information and that energy and putting it into the makeup of me. The pain and all the suffering and, you know what I'm saying, not having my parents or grandparents. I've never had none of my grandparents in my life like that, none of them. But I've always, like, had little glimpses of little small, like, my, my, my dad is Honduran. My, my dad 100% Honduran. My grandmama's, my, my mother's father, well, I mean, tripping, my, uh, my father's mother spoke 100% Spanish, Honduran Spanish. She didn't even oh, wow. really speak English like that. Yeah. But I only had, I only got a few different moments of experiences with her like that but she had a chronic alcohol addiction she died to 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 liver whatever alcohol do to your liver okay she, she yeah. died from yeah. liver cancer from alcohol and mm. shit so like alcohol poisoning i think alcohol right. poisoning yeah. like that's a, the exact cause of her death mm. and like she died in in my um in the living room of my granddad um of her of her house in south park and wow. then where i'm from my dad came home and seen the shit like I'm in the car outside. I ain't going oh, out wow. to see it, but I was sitting in the car. I just I've seen just so much crazy shit. Yeah. Young, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And was lost so much young. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's easy for me to just close my eyes and just, you know what I'm saying? Door opening, you feel the mist from the breeze. Granny in the living room crying on the knees. Son in the backyard shot till he bleed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, yeah. You see, I, you see, I just, really just paint that picture. That was a freestyle. Yeah. Right there. Just right now. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Open up the door, feeling the breeze. Mm -hmm. Granny in the kitchen, crying on the knees. Son in the backyard shot till he bleed. Mm -hmm. For somebody else, they got to sit down and think real hard and write this shit. For me, that's just like. Remembering a, a Thursday, uh, 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 July 4th or sometime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and some of this shit is not just shit that, majority of the shit is shit that I've been through, but I've, even with women, like me rapping about women experiences and like my mother was abused, sexually abused by my granddad. Like I know so much fucked up shit, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, keeping it inside yourself, you're gonna go crazy. Mm -hmm. Which I'm already crazy. <laughs> so it's like rapping about it is it's not even second nature, it's first nature. Rapping about the struggle is first nature. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's so easy to do it and yeah. I do it so well. And I I can't write it down. Like mm. it will it will that's a part of the knowing that will 
that would drive me crazy trying to write that shit down and remember that yeah. shit. I don't want to remember it. I just want to express it and fit it and get it through and deliver it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I probably, my fans would get more memorable freestyle verses for me if I was like one of them type of rappers that freestyle, remember a verse and then I go to the microphone and sway it and I, you know what I'm saying? Because my verses would catastrophically trump other people's <laughs> verses if I did take the time to remember that shit, but yeah. I'm just not going to do that. Man, you need so to write gonna, some scripts, man. I, now that's what I should do. Yo, I'm telling you. That's what I really should do. Yeah, because some of these songs, man, the, I mean, the stories is so intricate, man. You could write a whole series off of, you know. Yeah, I be trying to hold back sometimes because sometimes the songs I be making be a little too long. I be getting so, huh. like, I get, I be the gave a person a seven minute song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and folks getting so used to the two and a half, three minute songs now. Yeah, you they know? love it though. Yeah. Like, that's my, you know, New York is my biggest market for hip hop, mm -hmm. you know, rap, you know what I'm saying? Lyrics, bars. Yeah. She show. Word, word. Get the ass over in the rented slingshot. What? If it is.